What's up, guys? Um, <laughs> this episode is not going to be deep at all. Today's episode is going to be very useful, though. I'm going to teach you guys a crazy way that I guarantee you've never heard of the shag. Probably never heard of the shag. I'm going to teach you one of the best ways you can increase your testosterone. So, um, I first learned about this a while ago, and I started doing it a long time. Um, and I noticed every time I would do it, like, I would literally finish, and I would have an erection. <laughs> But for some reason, okay, it, not for some reason, because I like changed my schedule around. I changed like the like places that I drink. It doesn't matter. Somehow, it's not. I, I know how, but somehow it doesn't matter to you. Somehow, I stopped doing it for a while, and um, I feel like shit. And I'm about to actually. I'm gonna go do it right now. Bring out the ice pack again. See, so yeah, we're gonna be actually testing this out right now, live. I have not done this shit in a long time because I'm about to piss too. But I stopped uh, just for like a stupid reason. I didn't really have a reason to stop. But I'm gonna try it again right now because I think it might be beneficial. Bro, what is this episode? This has to be the shittiest episode. This one's gonna help you. Oh, dude. Oh. Dude, wait, I haven't even told you guys what it is yet. Alright, so basically what you're gonna do, you're gonna take your balls, or you're gonna take your underwear, or whatever, or whatever is close to your balls, and you're gonna take an ice pack, and you're gonna put it on the fabric that's close to your Do not put it on your fucking balls, okay? You're gonna burn yourself. Put it on the, the, the fabric that's close to your balls, and that's going to have a nice cooling effect. And this does two things. First of all, it protects against heat damage. Heat damage is a huge thing in our current society that lowers testosterone and sperm counts. Um, this is why I believe that if you ever go in a steam room, which you should be going in steam rooms and saunas, um, you should definitely be bringing an ice pack with you so you don't uh, deep fry your balls, right? Um, first thing, that's only the first part. The second part is um, massively, massively improves um, vascular function. Because what happens with the cold is it restricts the, it kind of works the same way as a cold shower. This is why guys who take cold showers, they have an improvement in libido. Any of that, it all has to do with ice on the balls, okay? So, <laughs> basically, when you apply, like, cold, like, it, it restricts the blood flow. And if you've ever done blood flow restriction training today, or like I did today, it's really fucking fun. But what it does is it, it kind of stops the blood flow, and then after you stop, the intervention, there's a rebound effect where a bunch of new blood comes in there. And I don't know how, but there's this guy named Lucas A. His name is Booster Your Biology on YouTube. Just look up. He has a bunch of videos on the, like, the, the science of the shit. I don't really know a lot about it. I haven't read. I don't know if there are any studies, but I've seen huge gains. Um, He's seen <laughs> huge gains like that. Actually, that he tested and he proved that it worked for him. Um, he also said that every single person that he's shown this intervention to has worked for them, which is crazy. And I think he's one of the person who really popularized this uh, practice. But yeah, basically what you do, you just put on your balls for like 10 minutes. 
or like 15 minutes and then you just do that before you go to bed and in the morning I don't know if I'm gonna do it in the morning I might I don't know <laughs> this is a really short episode, um, but I know you guys are probably thinking the main things when it comes to testosterone. The main things you just need to be worried about. You need to be worried about first of all, endocrine disruptors. You need to get your serotonin lower. Um, you need to get your metabolism right. You need to cut out all polyunsaturated fats. Get that as low as fucking possible. Um, no fucking fish oils. Fish oil is an endocrine disruptor in and of itself. Um, and then you want to focus on getting your DHT up, so getting your 5-alpha reductase up. 99% of non-fruit plant foods inhibit 5-alpha reductase, which is the enzyme that turns testosterone into its um, 2.5 to 10 times more potent form, dihydrotestosterone. Very important. A lot of testosterone's benefits actually come from DHT. There's literally stories of dudes becoming transgender from taking <laughs> uh, Propecia finasteride, which basically just destroys your DHT in the name of, you know, saving your hair, or whatever. I don't know, there's some people who get good results from it. Personally, I would not fuck around with that. Unfortunately, basically, I already have finasteride and all the food that we're eating. You know, soy inhibits DHT, pumpkin seeds. Uh, I don't even know why I'm naming off. It'd be shorter to name off the plants that don't inhibit it. Um, cystanch and sorghum are really the only two that I know, because sorghum increases it. But you should assume that every non-fruit plant food does have... Uh, DHT blocking activities. Milk is pro DHT. Saturated fat increases 5 alpha reductase. Um, polyunsaturated fat very potently decreases it. Uh, what else? Yeah, we're just going to talk about this for a little bit. Um, carbohydrates do not be keto, guys. I don't know if I. I didn't. I never uploaded that thing about Hamza's like carnivore diet video. Whatever. Do not be keto, guys. Let me know if you guys want me to make an episode on that, but uh, we're not going to be talking about that here. So. You want to be doing all that. You want to be keeping serotonin low. Serotonin is very anti-androgenic. Don't eat too much fiber. Fiber is anti-androgenic. Um, don't eat a lot of these plant chemicals. They're all estrogenic and anti-androgenic. Uh, isothiocyanates. So all cruciferous vegetables are anti-androgenic. I'm pretty sure carrots are cruciferous vegetables. I know that they have isothiocyanates. Oh. <laughs> Guess not. But I'm pretty sure they still do. But I eat those twice a week just before I go in the sauna because they're very beneficial for detox. And although they are going to inhibit 5-AR a little bit, <coughs> um, the kind of major, the overall effect of huge estrogen detox in the, with heat exposure is much more beneficial than whatever, whatever I'm going to get from reducing THC a little bit. Um, what else do you guys need to do? You guys need to, first of all, you, you definitely need to ice your balls. I can't believe I stopped doing this shit. Um, you need, uh, what else you need to do? I'd recommend you take boron. Boron is one of the two minerals which I believe are essential for optimal function that are just, we didn't really get from our food that are mainly in water. Those are magnesium and boron. Uh, magnesium, you can eat it from muscle meat, but other than that, there's not really any good sources. And before you fucking vegans come at me, uh, know that magnesium is not bioavailable unless you're going to cook the plants and then... You better pray you're not cooking nuts because nuts will oxidize a lot of these, you know, whole grain. Anything that has fat, you don't want to cook, like, plant fats are going to oxidize unless it's cooked in oil. Um, but, yeah, magnesium and boron, I think, used to be much higher in our water. And since soil quality is uh, degraded, it's not there anymore. Especially boron 
You look at the amount of <laughs> raisins or avocados you need to eat to get 10 milligrams of boron. It's like freaking like 1,500 calories of avocados and like 1,800 calories of raisins. No thanks. I'm just going to take a boron supplement. That's what I'm doing right now. I was taking 10 milligrams a day, but I actually dropped it down to 5 milligrams a day just because, you know, I think it's a little too crazy to just dump out 10 milligrams right away. Um, so I'm just trying out 10, 5 milligrams in the morning. Um, what else? Um, Boron Magazine. Make your take and creatine. Creatine increases the fuck out of 5-alpha reductase. That's why I eat, I think, like, two and a half. I eat 40 ounces of 80-20 a day. And that's probably, like, I don't think that's, that might be, five, yeah, I think that's five grams of creatine. I think, yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure that's five grams of creatine. But just in case, I take, like, an extra, like, four. <laughs> I take, like, no, yeah, no, I take, like, I take, like, five or six. I take, like, five or six extra grams of creatine. So I like to get, like, 10, 11, 12. That will increase the fuck out of your DHT. Um, well, cysteine will increase your DHT, but you don't really need to take that. Boron will increase the bioavailability. Also, other cool thing about DHT, testosterone aromatizes. So testosterone turns into estrogen. DHT never aromatizes, so it never turns into estrogen. Um, that's just a little positive. Um, make sure eating red meat has L-carnitine, which increases androgen receptor density. And it has taurine, which is beneficial for 5-alpha reductase. Um... Yeah, make sure you're avoiding these fucking endocrine receptors, dude. Let me know. Email me if you want to know. I literally just wrote out a list of like 250 different endocrine. Yes, 250 that are all in your house right now. I literally 100% promise you that you have at least 200 of these in your house right now. Um, 100% guarantee you you have at least 200 of these in your house right now. Email me and um, just ask me any questions and I'll answer them all. I'll tell you about endocrine receptors. But yeah, guys, ice your fucking balls. Sun your balls. It's getting to be winter right now, so I can't sun my balls anymore. Um, I used to be sunning them at the park, but <laughs> that's not a really good location. I think, I don't know. But sunning your balls, does it doesn't increase testosterone, but it does increase androsterone, which is a precursor to DHT. Yeah, guys. Also, make sure you're getting a lot of calcium, because when you're eating a lot of muscle meat, um, you're going to be getting huge, incredible amounts of phosphate, phosphorus. Um, that's detrimental to testosterone. The good news is that calcium will block phosphorus. Um, calcium will also block iron absorption. Iron is toxic, especially for eating large amounts of muscle meat. Um, you could do with probably like 50% less iron. Um, people will talk about heme iron causing cancer. Um, <laughs> I think the reason for that is because non-heme iron is just not bioavailable. And then heme iron, you end up just actually getting high amounts of iron. And then that is what causes cancer. High iron does cause cancer. High iron causes high SHBG, so low free testosterone. It causes low total testosterone. Um, it causes huge amounts of inflammation. Lots of problems. You need to keep your iron down. You need to be getting lots of calcium. That's why I recommend eating eggshells because a lot of people can't get collagenous meats. It's more beneficial just to eat eggshells. Um, do not combine iron with vitamin C. Do not be eating bananas with your fucking ribeye. Do not be eating papayas with your ribeye like Paul Saladino or you'll end up having to fucking inject your blood and throw it out. <laughs> Not good news. Um, make sure you're getting lots of sunlight. Vitamin D upregulates 5-alpha reductase and downregulates tryptophan hydroxylase, which converts tryptophan into serotonin. Um, I would say you want to lower your tryptophan intake, but you can't really do that because you don't have access to glasses. Anyways, we're just going to fucking wrap this up. Um, <laughs> this is more of a... <laughs> this is like a really rampy episode. I didn't really talk about anything too specific, but you need to... Actually, no, I did... 
Ice your balls, bro. Uh, yeah. Have a good day. I hope you maybe got some value from this. See you in the next one. Email me, ADHDMission at gmail.com if you ever have any questions.